0: I haven't acknowledged I've been sick for two weeks. I, c- I was up till 5 a.m. It's mom life, yo! <laughs> Hey mom, welcome to Mom Life Yo, it's T. Lopez. And Brigham Jane. And we have the beautiful, wonderful um, moms that have such a cool story today. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Ani and Nora from Moda Mob. Hi. Mob Moms. Hi. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, thanks for, thanks for, having, for us. having us.
1: Yes. We're excited to
0: be here. We're excited to have you. We're going to be talking to them here in just a couple minutes. They have, uh, we've met them before at another event and we're just really blown away by their stories and how open and honest they have been about getting pregnant, about their fertility, infertility, IVF, all of that. So if you're a mom or you know a mom who's going through that right now, listen in Mm because we're going to, yeah, we're going to get in. We're going to get all the way in. (laughs) So you you went to bed at five, but yet look like... Very. Is sometimes, it coffee this
2: morning? No, sometimes the insomnia works in my favor. And like when I get no sleep, yeah. I'm like, I can take on the world because I don't need sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I'm probably just going crazy slightly. <laughs> um, but you do what you got to do as a mom, right? Or you
0: know when you sometimes, I, I mean, even I never knew that I would still be going through this as a mom. When like you stay up late enough that you're like, I might as well just yeah, stay I'm, up. Yeah. Like there's, if I go to sleep right now, it's going to be way worse.
2: Yes. I had that thought, yeah, I, I got an hour or two though whether its yeah, well, that's good uh,
0: well, and for us now we got to wait, like the kids are up at yeah. school for school at six a m every day, and um whether you go to sleep at two or 9 p.m it's gonna be the same you're gonna have to get up ellie went on her first field trip today what and hoppa's Wait. not here because hoppa was the shop hoppa volunteered himself to be the chaperone go at the, at the go a tribe trip. called dad i know i was like so not only did she have a field trip but you volunteered yourself and you bought the shirt that she's got to wear and like you he handled all that i'm
2: like who i'm so proud of you hoppa right yeah, I also
0: felt a little left out, though. <laughs> how do I like where I, this morning I was like, help me, wait, but don't do going? more than me. Right. You're making me look bad over here. I was like, wait, how do I know where you're not where
2: you're you're not where you're going? Like, where are you going today on your field trip? The the field trip thing terrifies me. So I love that Hoppa went. because yes, that's true. I'm not sure I'm ready for my kids to go on field trips when I'm not present. Yep. You know what else they went on
0: the train, not even the school bus, on the city on the metro. Yeah. So that would have made me feel worse if Hoppa wasn't there.
2: Well, and you know when you like see the kids, you're driving and all of a sudden it's like five toddlers like holding one string of like (laughs) handles and you're just like, that seems like a really bad idea.
0: Or you know what else? The school buses. I don't know if this has changed since we've been in school. They never had seat belts.
2: Oh, yeah, they didn't used to.
0: But They do probably they... do now. Do they still have school buses? <laughs> do, still... do kids just Uber to school now? My, kid, my Ellie Ubers to school every day with Hoppa. That is true. It's <laughs> we're, we're millennial mom time. A
2: millennial mom time. Our kids are Ubering everywhere. That's yeah. so funny. Do you
0: guys, Ani and Nora, do you guys see yourselves putting the kids... In, a, in preschool i thought You're, you were gonna say
3: in an uber I alone i was like oh, i don't know about uber
0: no i don't they don't uber alone mine goes with dad and but they actually uber to school that's like a new thing even five years ago that wasn't a thing
2: well and i the the little car seats now that they have they yeah. like fit in your purse like that's what we do yeah. i mean i just really want a glass of wine at the movie theater so yes. we uber, we're gonna uber. uber. and yeah. then i don't have to park i don't have to like Getting somewhere and just being able to get out of the car with two kids without, like, wear your shoes, put, you know, like, your own car and park and then find it and walk to it. And they're like, pick me up, and you're like, no. This sounds amazing.
1: I actually, my son's only two, so I can't wait till he's old enough yeah. to
2: do this. Yeah. And I'll then Hoppa the likes
0: questions. the Huppa likes the time that they get because they're both in the back seat, so they're actually spending time. Like Aww. I'm still driving, like, <laughs> like the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. I'm driving the car, so we have one car, so I drive and I drive my little one to school, and it's like she's back there so yeah. like I'm listening to music sometimes and she's back there sometimes she talks to me sometimes she doesn't care but we don't like it's different when you're both Best, in the back seat yeah. so he likes that Yeah, and I'm like
2: yeah that's your time that's why I do it on the yeah. weekends too because I feel like I work so much that when I'm with my kids I want to be hanging with out them. with my kids and we do we use music and we like pick songs together and I can fully be engaged for that hour that would otherwise be spent going stop crap. yelling
1: I'm gonna crash <laughs> <laughs>
2: Especially get out of the here, way. here in L.A., it's an hour and. To get four miles, right?
0: <laughs> it's like. Santa Monica. Do you guys see yourselves putting the kids... Your kids are two and almost one. Almost one. one. Uh, do you guys see yourselves putting them in preschool like at two or three or any... Or have you guys discussed Absolutely. that at all? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, for have sure. Have you guys discussed kind of like, that with each other? Oh, my God. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> my
1: son's actually born in October, so he doesn't meet the, the cutoff. So I found a preschool that lets them in half, like mid-year. So, like, he will be two and a half. And I'll be like... I, I'm, like, counting down the days for him to go to I preschool. I feel like
3: kids these days are just so much more advanced and smarter that they're ready i feel like my daughter's ready and she's only one yeah. she's ready to interact with other kids like she just wants to play with other kids i feel guilty leaving her at home like when she's just stuck with adults i feel guilty mm-hmm. right so yeah, i feel like my son's
1: ready he's just like ready to go play
2: and like just they like want that like, yeah. social
1: interaction
2: mm-hmm. yeah
3: exactly <laughs> i forgot about that
2: do you have
0: okay. re- do you remember bregan the first day of preschool <laughs> of for kingsley uh nope I just remember. I remember being like, "What do I do with my hands right now? Like, I don't know what to do. Where do I go?" I... And I had so much to do, but I, but I just remember feeling like there's nothing attached to me. This is weird. What's funny
2: to me is that I don't remember because I know it was a really, was big, a really deal big deal on that day. Yeah. But
0: just like you know what was heard? happening, you had um, you were pregnant and
2: you had Kenzie yes. already. Well, right? I'm glad somebody remembers what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I was in, like, pre-divorce vortex as well. Like, I was sort of disconnected from my own life at that time, so I don't even remember what I was feeling. Wait!
0: Times. I remember your preschool experience, because Kingsley went to a very specialty school where, like, it was... Oh, my gosh, it was so cute. It was... I mean, it was like Spanish classes. It was, you had to stay there for two hours with him. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't
2: the drop-off I situation. I completely forgot. Yes, we did a preschool before the preschool we actually found and went to, which is why I wasn't connecting it. Yeah, and it was a total hippie dippy. It was awesome. You stayed there with him. Yeah. And I remember thinking, what's the... What's the point? <laughs> <wasn't a> point. <laughs> hence, hence we didn't last there. And It was an awesome school. But I was like, so you want me to do this with him every time he goes to preschool? Wait, it wasn't just like the first day thing. No. It was like every no, day. No, it was you're involved. You it was you had so to be in preschool invo- too. I was in preschool too. <laughs> yeah. But just supposed to like stand back and watch and then they would have like mom's corner while your kids Montessori played with the puzzles over here. Schools, schools, listening right now. No one likes the mom's corner, (laughs) like unless your real deal friend is there. No, they wanted to like hold hands and talk about what we were struggling with inside the preschool. I'm like, this is what I have tea for. Isn't (laughs) it funny?
1: Like when we were in school, we were we were joking about this the other day. We're like, I don't even know if our parents knew what grade we were in. Like we just got (laughs) dropped off, and that was it. I walked. I walked to school, and then
0: I walked myself home. Like, come storm, like, whatever. I would just walk. I remember that in kindergarten... I, I even walked in kindergarten, but it was not... It was just, like, across the... I mean, this is funny. It was across another schoolyard, and then on the back of that schoolyard was my grandma's backyard that I had to jump the fence to.
3: Mine, too, and- really? Yeah. And the first week <laughs> I went to school, fences, I used to I used to go to her window and just cry. Like, Come pick me up, <laughs> Come pick me up. Because my mom didn't put me in pre- in preschool; she put me in kindergarten. So I was just chilling with these adults. I thought I was an adult. Yeah. So when I went to school, I was like, "What are these kids doing? Who are these kids?" Grandma, pick me up. And yeah, I remember right thinking,
0: like, I walk home every day. So a storm came one day.
3: A storm. <laughs> a, storm
0: <laughs> came. Storm. a
2: storm came, an and storm. I walked six miles no. in the snow with no, no shoes. He's no, like
0: your mother. <laughs> they weren't gonna, I do. When in California, that wasn't a storm. Yeah. Like it, it sprinkled, it sprinkled for half an hour, and the teacher was like, "Okay, kids, you have to stay in. Like your parents have to come in and get you." And I was just like.
3: What?
0: No one's going to know to come here. Like, that was how I grew up. And now we're, like, Ubering to school,
2: walking them to the door. Going to preschool with
1: the kids.
2: I don't... Like, so Kingsley is in TK, and it's still our first year, so I'm still getting used to it. And I don't always drop them. And the other day, because I don't always drop them, I was running late. And I did that thing where... I was like, I don't really know if I'm supposed to drop him in the line or not. I think the TKers, I'm supposed to walk him to his class, but I'm, I'm so in late. Well, I'm the boat
0: because Hop is the one who drops off Ellie. So when I drop off Ellie, I'm like, Ellie, tell me what to do so that
2: I don't look crazy when we get there. <laughs> the kids literally in the backseat are like, mommy, turn up, park there, park there. That's where Rosa parks. I'm like, okay, thanks for telling me. Uh, it's embarrassing. But I dropped him in the line and then I did that super mom thing where I went around the block, found a parking spot and like had to walk in. And look in the window To make sure he made he it made, yeah. yeah Cause I was like terrified Yeah
1: I'm totally going to be that mom on the first day of preschool. That's just going to like be the stalker outside the yeah. first like, six walk. months. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm stalker mom.
0: I <laughs> didn't know I was that
2: mom till it happened. I used to
0: in preschool, not now. Ellie's in
2: kindergarten, but in preschool, I
0: mean that's that's your first baby, right? So I used to I used to during the day come back no. look in the window, no. just look in the window. And I, I used totally to hide do that. I used to hide, <laughs> and I used to see. I remember I broke out in hives. You remember that? I broke out in hives because I was so sad that she was sad at school. Because when I came back. To two hours later and looked in the window she was still sad and i went to my car and broke out in hives and cried
2: i almost forgot about that because you went through that with irie too and no irie was like bye mom (laughs) yeah but you felt a different guilt with irie because you were like she doesn't care (laughs) she doesn't care like what did I do wrong she's so independent right
0: right what did and I do opposite wrong? on the first one <laughs> what did I right that's each kid that's like is so what different. you want
2: your kid to do like they're like oh the evolved children just walk in and say <laughs> bye and you're like but that feels wrong it felt wrong to me
0: did you guys I mean your your kids are two and one did, are they the type of kid like personality wise when they came out, were you like, yep, this is what I expected? Or was it totally the opposite?
3: Oh, yeah. My daughter's a boss. She She's already on her own. I said it. She's ready for pre-K. She's just, we go out in public. And she, the stroller, she's on the other side, right? She, I see people waving at her. I'm like, what are they doing? What's going on here? And I'll turn around and she's waving at people as she's walking. And this is at like eight months, by the way. So I could. She's a very happy girl. She's just always like, look at me. Happy, sassy.
1: Like, and she'll like sit down and she'll just like wave her hands at everyone. We go to brunch.
3: She sits with other people. She doesn't want to sit with us. She's like, new friends. Let me make new friends.
1: Oh, yeah. She's not the shy one. That's like, no, not
3: at all. Okay, not at all. And what about your son? My son's
1: a little shy. He's definitely attached to me. Um, and
3: he's Her just, boyfriend. My daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's an, yet, it's an arranged marriage. It's an arranged marriage. Um
1: he's really sweet but some it just takes him a while to open up to people and he's very attached to me. Everything is like mama 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 like forever. Do you how do you say Mommy's boys? <laughs> yeah. Mommy's Pulled boys. Mama's it. Boy. I love it. I love it.
0: You love it. You love it. Yeah. But yeah, I remember feeling like I kind of love this. Also kind of get off me like I because I wasn't necessarily
1: like the. I love it for like a certain amount of time and then it's like I can't go to the restroom and it's like okay now it's time for cars time you know with with your toys I have a question because I um
0: dealing with where you guys came on to share your story about going through infertility and it's something so many women go through before we get into that I just I want to ask like after having gone through infertility and you you have this baby, right? That you worked so hard for, and they're like the perfect little baby. Do you sometimes feel guilty when you're just like, I need a break? Do you feel guilty at times because you're like, no, but we worked so hard to get here.
3: That's a good question. Um,
2: I, I felt guilty with that, and I didn't even deal
3: with infertility. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's just mom guilt in yeah. general when you 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 have to leave your baby to go to work, or but you know we thankfully have each other so we'll talk to each other she'll be like oh my god I cried because I had to leave Sebastian here so we're there to talk through each other's misery at that moment I think it
1: also <laughs> helps when you have a friend like like we'll sometimes if she's like really like upset about something or I'm upset about something sometimes like it's just our personalities but we'll kind of make fun of each other for it and then it helps you like calm down a little bit yeah yeah. Right? so do just, you just having other mom friends is just so important yeah that you can you- like confide in
2: You mentioned, like, crying when you have to leave them. Is there a deep sense of, like, separation anxiety that you guys connect on?
3: Um, I think we've read enough online or, or, like, research and all that stuff. And I think convincing ourselves that, you know, there's been studies done that show that moms that, like, kids that have moms that do work, um, that's something that's kind of like they look up to their mother. Then they that's their role model, yeah, <laughs> a positive role model in their life. So I think like us telling each other this and telling other people this has helped, um, kind of avoid the mom guilt to yeah, not have the like mom even guilt if
1: you're a stay-at-home mom and you have to leave that's to the hardest job in the world that that is the hardest <laughs> job being a stay-at-home mom is absolutely the hardest job in the world it's like the equivalent of two and a half full-time it's jobs, easier right? to
3: work be a working mom than a stay-at-home mom in my opinion
1: yeah so if even if you're a stay-at-home mom and you have to leave your, your child for something for anything you're still gonna have that mom guilt it yeah. doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom if you work full-time if you work part-time if you're whatever the case is and i feel like it's just there, yeah. right? It's always there's, there.
0: There's that type of guilt, I think, that when you've had an especially hard pregnancy or if you have lost, if you've lost in the past, if you've lost your baby or if you've gone through miscarriage, when you finally have your baby that you, you know, like they're here and it's a blessing and all the things, you almost are like, well, I should just be happy at all times. And sometimes you're not. And that's real. Yeah. And we've talked about that here on the show where... You know, we want to encourage moms to be like, no matter what the struggle, motherhood is hard. When you when you have the baby that you always wanted, it's still hard. It's not a walk in the park every day. And I know for you guys, it wasn't a walk in the park getting pregnant in the first place. You guys were friends before this. Tell us a little bit about how you guys met. Tell us about Mob. We want to know, you know, just your guys's friendship that butted into what it is now.
1: Uh, we've been friends for almost 20 years. We literally did the math recently. We're like, how long <laughs> have we been friends? We've been friends for almost 20 years. Um, we met when uh, Nora's cousin married my brother, and we were like bridesmaids at the wedding. And we're we were
3: the drunk bridesmaids we were, <laughs> at the wedding.
1: Like, we were like <laughs> drinking before we were allowed to drink. Um, and we just connected, and we clicked, and we were like, okay, we're like best friends from this moment on. Um, and we stayed friends, and we started a company together, and so we've been best friends. We've been business partners. Um, you know, we're the... Godparent to each other's babies. So I feel like in every way we're not only friends, we're family. We're stuck with each other. We're stuck with each other. <laughs> we're business partners. Um, and Motomob is um, an outlet that, you know, we love to do. So we focus a lot on uh, beauty, on um, DIYs, natural DIYs, um, anything having to do with babies and motherhood. Um, so we just really love to share our journey, whether it's been, you know, the, the rough journey of IVF or if it's just – Hey, I'm a mom, and now my toddler is doing this. Um, so we just kind of really enjoy being open about our lives and the process of of being a mom and also being a woman. So when you
0: guys were working together and you started the company together, you do everything together, and you're like, and those are those relationships are so important when you you know have another woman who's really honest with you about what it is yeah. that yeah. they're going through. Did you guys plan to to start like getting? pregnant together some some women do that we're like we're gonna plan this together so we can go through it together did you guys plan to start
3: together i think it happened naturally as far as the timing um we were in our mid-30s at that point and you know our biological time clock was uh, ticking yeah um ani had been married for a few years i had been married for a couple of years so it just started that way and we're like all right
1: let's do this And you know when you first start trying you're like okay that's it. I just got pregnant the very first time.
3: Right. And I, I, I think I had symptoms. That's how sad it was. <laughs> I, I remember that we had decided that
1: we were going to start trying. And then my husband Wait, what had, were your symptoms that like,
3: you thought I, you had? I legit thought, thought I was nauseous. Because, you know, you're supposed to get nauseous two weeks in. <laughs>
0: Yeah. People were like, oh, I'm pregnant for sure. I believed it. I yeah. truly
3: believed it.
1: Here's the best part we had just started to try, like, literally, it was that first month, and my husband bought Rihanna tickets for, for us because we both love Rihanna. And I was like, oh my God, that's in three weeks. If I'm pregnant, like, I can't drink at the concert. Oh, I remember I really being, like, genuinely concerned that I can't drink at the Rihanna concert. And it's like, it was like three years later, I was still trying. Yeah, phantom boob pains. And you're like,
2: oh my gosh, my breasts. Yeah they're tender and then the next day you're like oh my period Well, <laughs> oh, that's what it was right right but you're like they're so tender I yeah. might be pregnant how
0: long how long did it take for you to feel a certain type of way after starting to try at what point were you like hmm still hasn't happened that's weird
1: um, I would say it was about six or seven months in when we both started to actually seek fertility treatments because, like were you Nora guys said, checking we weren't in getting months, any younger. Every you know. month, were you guys checking in with each other? Like, are you? Am I? Are you? Were oh, we were
3: together every day Every day, yeah. So, okay, there was no
1: checking in. It was just like, what's your day today? And it was like, well, I peed on a stick and it didn't happen. Connie
3: okay. was like two months ahead of me as far as like starting. So she went to the fertility doctor two months before I did. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to now. Let's just do <laughs> like, so this. Oh, why I am I wasting wait. my time? <laughs> you went, you, you
1: consulted a fertility doctor. What, what was I that did. first appointment yeah, like? So the first appointment was just kind of like a lot of testing. And they always ask you, you know, how long have you been trying? And if you say that you've you've only been trying for a certain amount of time, they like send you home. They'll like come back in a year. So I lied. And I was like, I've been trying for a year. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't have time to waste. Yeah, we're like, um, we're 34, 35? Come yeah. on. No one has time to wait. You know when you want a baby, you want it right Yesterday. there. Yesterday. Yeah, it's moment. like when I call yeah. the
0: doctor and I want an appointment today, I'm like, I'm throwing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: My fever's so high. Yes so then they they run a bunch of tests they do blood work they check your egg reserve and everything and then you know. how do they check your egg reserve yes no isn't that is it crazy like a, is it like an ultrasound i'm we're clueless yeah. I, i've never
0: been to a fertility doctor what are is it consistent? there's several Peeing? different tests
3: so many tests. so they do blood tests so okay they could see your um everything everything that way um your, your husband does one as well or your partner And then um, there's this dye test that they do to see if your fallopian tubes are uh, open. Open. And that one's, like, really painful. So they... They, okay. They basically, yeah, they just it's stick, almost, stick things in there, yeah, and then there's they, they dye, go in, and where,
1: and where,
0: they and go, where, they up, go up into there, your, like up. Yes. yes. Okay. They go it's into not your a needle. Lady parts. No, no, no. no.
1: And it's almost like getting a pap smear, right? So then they open it up, they put a dye in there, and then you have to like lay down on this table, and this giant machine is on top of you, and then once that dye spreads, it tells them like if there's any blockage of any kind. So is the sperm having a hard time getting? To your ovaries, or vice versa, whatever the the case is, and they they see if there's any blockage, and then for I'll both-
3: never forget when I did that test, the doctor, the radiologist, or whatever, was like, "All is clear. You're gonna have babies naturally." I was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. we both had very clear <laughs> very tests. interesting yeah. that a
2: fertility doctor would make that mistake." Well no, that like, was
3: a radiologist, like the guy reading the test. He's right. like,
2: everything's clear, you're ready to go. I'm he like, needs Thanks. to meet with the HR department.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Give he needs sensitivity warning. training. But, but I
2: when somebody tells you something and it gives you that hope yeah. and it's a doctor, it's like the worst feeling ever. Hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of tests. I mean, that was just one of them. I feel I don't even remember. I feel like it's a big blur.
0: I feel like in the sitcoms and in the movies, we see people go home and then you gotta wait. Was it that way, or do you find out something on the day of? Is there anything you find out on the day of, or do you just have to go home and wait?
3: It's all a waiting process. Yeah,
0: the dye (laughs) test
1: they were able to see at that moment if something was clear, but everything else is like just like anything else. You have to wait a week. You have to wait seventy-two hours, whatever, for your test, and everything is just. Waiting two days felt felt like waiting two weeks. Right, for what some was going through your guys' yeah, head? Like, did you actually think? Were you like, mm, they're just
0: gonna tell me that, you know, that, that I have a little something to work on, or were
3: you like, oh no, I feel like
0: something's wrong? What were you? What were you honestly feeling?
3: Honestly, we didn't know because it's just the scariest thing in the world because it's kind of like your future in these people's hands and you don't know what they're going to tell you so it was really scary And now we look back years later after going through it for so many years and we're like man we there was so much we didn't know back then we wish we went in knowing like what because, because so we for didn't the know anyone who
1: had gone through IVF or fertility treatments like we were literally because learning no one talked about it no one talked right. about it we were learning as we went and you know Nora and I are both Armenian and especially in the Armenian community it feels very taboo to talk about you know, fertility or struggling to conceive. Like, it's just like well, you get married and you have a baby, and that's how it is. Right. And no one talked about it. So, the extent of what we knew was either like Googling or finding out from our doctor at that point. And sometimes the doctors are busy. They don't have time to sit there for two hours and hold your hand and tell you everything that's going to happen. You know, it's not like how you imagine it in your head. So, every single thing and every single process was definitely um, a learning experience for us. And, it, you know, just even the process of how long it would take was like, just mind blowing. Yeah,
3: I think one of the most important things going into not knowing anything, not knowing, is feeling comfortable with your doctor. Um, I didn't feel comfortable with my first doctor, and I went through. Oh, I spent all that money, and I went through failed two failed attempts with him. And then when you I you knew that
0: you didn't feel comfortable prior to I, you know what it was. It's
3: not that I wasn't comfortable. I was questioning everything he was doing, all yeah. his decisions. Um, and then when I switched doctors and I went to my current doctor. He was just so awesome in the way he was explaining everything to me, and just his positivity. And I never questioned anything he did. Never. I was the same.
1: I also changed doctors um, after um, a few months, and I was like, I just there was something not right. And you just have to feel like you're at ease with your doctor. This
2: like you the future of your babies is in his hands. I had five OBs. Five. It yeah. was the fifth it's one. It's the same thing. And it was it was different, but I think that is a note to the moms listening out there. Like if you don't feel comfortable
3: if you're questioning your right. doctor yeah. who's supposed to know more than you in that whole field, field there's a problem there. trust your gut you know yeah. best
0: we're gonna and- take a break here in a second but i think yeah that's such a good thing to know because for someone who's never had to go in and do the ivf testing you don't know i mean and that's a different doctor than your ob and maybe you're comfortable with your ob and you go to the ivf doctor and you're like oh well maybe this is how it is no if you're not comfortable you heard it here first from these women who have been through it. if you're not comfortable find a doctor that you are comfortable with before you even continue on we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we'll be back with nora and ani of motomob and keep it right here it's mom life yo It's T. Lopez and
2: Brigid Jane
0: and the wonderful mamas of mob Nora and Ani, are here with us sharing uh, their infertility story. We were, s- we were so grateful that they've been so honest. Um, keep it here on Mom Life Yo for the rest of that story. Before we go into that, though, this is the part of the uh, part of the show that Sammy. we like to call our Saviour Sanity Sandy. segment, where we share our tips and tricks just like what makes your life a little bit easier let's
2: help a mama out help me out too i'm struggling this <laughs> week
0: um so something i've been sharing on my instagram lately is just like you know people have have flattered with me by complimenting like my tree and my decorations that i have at home and i'm like and you guys don't even know you've
2: been keeping alive the plants oh, i've been keeping alive geez, which is like your house is on like Zen fire my house right now.
0: Nonsense. I have de- I have prayed <laughs> over my Zen house. Zen fire Bye-bye. is that
2: a thing? <laughs> but I'm like
0: you guys. I shop on December 26th when everything is a million percent off <laughs> for the next year, and you That's will so get. Smart. I mean, you get crazy. Like you'll get like the big, cool, funky, like wooden Santa that you wanted
2: for like nine bucks and I the big funky wooden Santa
1: or just like something (laughs)
0: like
2: that that is so
1: smart I feel like Michael's is like 99% off the day after yes the day day after after after,
0: Christmas Christmas. because beforehand those type of things are like 49 dollars yeah it's a
3: 50 off yes they're fake sales that they do it's always 50 off right and then, yeah, the day after Christmas, it's like
0: 99% off. Ornaments <laughs> ornaments are 99 cents, no joke. And, I, and then they're cute and they're nice. You put them away and then you get them right before you put away all your storage for the next year. And then when next year comes and I, your house is popping.
2: I, I can't decide if I'm judging you or I want to give you a, a wad of my cash to just, like, do it yes. while you're out. Like, maybe I'll just... Send you on you. this trip because I will never be that mom. Pier
0: One has good sales. <laughs> I just won't. Pier One has good sales. The, um, Target has good sales. Like you want a beautiful white furry but that's stocking? That's way too much that's planning for me. Twenty bucks at Target? Like, like go to December twenty sixth It's going to be too much. But the
3: 99. problem with And then
1: you just walk out spending like five hundred dollars on other stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> you,
3: like, you got to like, go to the Christmas it's like department. Like, saying, and like you, don't go
1: to, you don't go to Target to say what you need. Target tells you what you need. That's true.
2: This is why online shop. There's a Christmas corner, though. Is there an online 75% off on December 26th that will ship it to me the following October? I don't know.
0: I don't know because I feel like everything there is new. Everything there is new and hasn't been handled by people yet, so they're like, "No, this can stay in the box till next year." Right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody somebody clue us in. Hit us up at
2: Mom Life, yo. And I, tell us. I'm looking for the day after sale that will ship October the following year.
3: Yes. Oh. So we don't need, so we don't need to store it, right? Because where are we storing all these uh, right. ornaments my, every year? My, I, poo- I
0: give I give some away and then store the new ones. My so, like, poor slowly. fake
2: tree that I love. The top is dead, and it's like so problematic. <laughs> I feel the Fake tree. I, I, kills a fake tree the, the, this is T's life is on Zenfire I'm killing fake trees um, what do you mean it's dead it won't light up it's like it's not connected. oh, like, oh like, that lights. happened to and me you just
1: gotta put extra ones up top like separate ones
2: well but now I'm like What's the so point I've of the been storing this thing for the last year now I, I got it out of storage I had it put up now I've gotta take it down trash it somewhere and buy a whole a nother one, one. like my kids will be lucky if I get that done by no, Christmas. No, get one
3: string of lights, yeah. like she said. And, I, put it up and up then on throw top. it away after Christmas and order that new Christmas tree Thank on 26th. Oh, Thank you. Save your sanity. We're all sharing the Thank you. <laughs> I'll buy it on the 26th. <laughs>
2: awesome. I'm sending tea. <laughs> Do you have a save your sanity? I feel like that oh was gosh.
0: your save your sanity. My
2: save your sanity is online shopping. It online pretty much shopping. is every day, all week. Um, save your sanity. No, I just... I The online shopping, though, is... I mean,
0: especially during Christmas time and especially when you have kids. It's like, I wish everything was a drive-thru and I wish everything was (laughs) online could come to your door, which kind of now we have like Postmates and all of that,
2: but... And I, I as a interior designer feels so much pressure in the holidays you are a serious well because (laughs) this is gonna be non-interior designer of me to say which is like i give myself the break to like not decorate for christmas like i decorate all year long 24 7 i create homes you know what we're just doing one christmas tree with fake lights nice little white lights and like one third of the tree yes just one third (laughs) of the tree but just like i give myself permission to like not do it because if i do it i need to do it really well i yeah, feel need like yeah you go all out
3: right so i'm just like higher.
2: nah that makes sense we're cool. to me that yeah. i feel that
0: in my soul yeah it's like it's... me and the like i do music i do i do events all the time so like for my wedding i was like we're having tacos and we're you guys are all coming over like that's right. i don't want to that's what i do for work so yes. i don't want to do that for my what I like, yeah. my my intimate family and stuff.
2: It would send me down a perfectionist road in my own home during Christmas. That yeah. I already know that I lived as the child of a mother need. who. <laughs> I get that. My I feel mom's that. Christmas boxes are red and green, I'm and your they mom. take up. I know. I'm your mom, and they take up half the storage unit. Like I called my dad the other day. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, Ugh, "I'm bringing the stuff from storage." <laughs> it was pre-Thanksgiving, and I'm pretty sure he had to rent like a U-Haul truck.
3: Your mom and Ani should meet. And I just, <laughs> I me. was like,
2: I was like, just so you know, Dad, Mom, don't listen. I will never do that to anyone. <laughs> and he goes. Please don't. <laughs> I do it.
0: I, I do, do it, it to hop up time right here. I yeah. do it to hop. I'm like on this day, and I need you to go to the storage, and I need you to make sure you get the box or- Like the box that has the ornaments from when Ellie was a baby, and then also the like I I'm that mom. Do you guys? We'll have- come to your house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you guys have a save your sanity tip for us? Uh, I would say memes. I feel like at the end of the day, when it's just been a really rough yes, day, I just have to go online line. and just read some like funny-ass memes about being a mom, and it just like makes everything better. Uh, we actually... Uh, shameless plug. Uh, We run a mommy page too and it's called Norani Baby and for our Insta stories all we do is post memes all day long so if you just need to like laugh at yourself or laugh at another mom or like a meme or something like that that's funny, go
2: there. I'm glad you've curated them too because like I'm always looking for like the good memes like where I'm like yeah, and then you get Relatable. in, like, meme wars where, like, your, your best friend will send you a meme, and you're like, but I can find a better meme. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, like, yeah. I made
1: a highlights page so you could just go grab them <gasps> from there. Awesome.
2: I mean, made life
0: so
1: easy.
2: Awesome. That's
0: such a good tip. I, I just shared that with my husband the other day where I'm, because he's like, why aren't you complain that you're tired in the morning, but right now you're up looking at memes? And I'm like, this is, like, my glass of wine. Yeah. Like, I laugh it lets out my laugh I'm just like oh yep I feel that too someone else is having that situation and it's funny and then I'm unwound Yep. Yeah. I and like that, that tip.
3: If that doesn't work, there's always wine. Yes. Either <laughs> that or wine, wine.
0: or both. Yeah. <laughs> both
1: Memes of and
0: wine.
3: Memes there and you wine. go. Memes and well, wine. Memes are shopping. about wine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Most of them are about drinking wine. <laughs> I love
0: it. Those are our tips and tricks. Um that's our Save your sanity segment for this episode of Mom Life. Yo, if you guys have any tips or tricks for us, please send them to us. We need all the help we can get. We are here with Nora and Ani. If you guys are just tuning in, the founders of Moda Mob, they've been sharing with us before we left to break, we've been talking about their journey through infertility. They have these beautiful babies now. It was not easy to get to that place. And we're so grateful that you're here being really honest about that because I think, you know, a mom listening who's going through that or a mom, every mom knows another mom who's either trying to get pregnant or maybe who's who's gone through IVF and it didn't work the first time or... and. And that's what we were getting into right before we right before we went to break. You guys, the first doctors you both of you went to individually, it was it wasn't working, and also you just had a vibe about that doctor that you wanted to switch doctors. So that's and that's important to know, moms. You if you yeah. How,
2: how long get the- between the first doctor's appointment and being pregnant for the first time?
1: For me, it was two and a half years.
3: Ooh. Mine was. <laughs> I almost fell off my chair. Mine was around three.
2: Three years, Three years. Two years. Yeah. That's
1: a
0: long time.
1: Yeah, and it felt like 20 years. Yeah.
0: But in the beginning, they told you nothing's wrong um, with you.
1: Yeah. so at They're what still point, telling me nothing's wrong. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so then
0: at what point do you decide, you're telling me nothing's wrong, but I still want to go the IVF route?
3: Well, I, I started the IVF route after doing... So at first when you go to the doctor they do they do the tests and then you get into like they always try to do the whole IUI thing. What, what is IUI? IUI is not like getting to IVF it's like It's one artificial step
1: insemination. So they take um, his semen and ba- kind of like a turkey baster and they <laughs> just like shoot it up there and let it find its way so they kind of like put it they do 90 percent. it goes one
3: step after like you know you have sex and get pregnant right, right. Mm-hmm. normally so this is like next step the swimming like he did, they, the sperm doesn't need to They swim try so to far. land them like right <laughs> up <Exactly>. right <laughs> up. they're yeah. like
0: go in there you know you want to i didn't know that that's what artificial insemination was i thought okay this I is picture, maybe an like ignorant uh, maybe it's intrauterine insemination yes me being ignorant is thought has I the thought proper ivf terms. is was artificial insemination no
2: ivf is like they they put it they all together the and, then and then they, then they, they put it put in, it in
0: it <laughs> embryo yes. yes okay now yeah now so, i feel like I, I did know that kind of <laughs> but yes, they always try to
1: convince you into an iui and it works for some people but the chances of it
0: working we
3: know one like, person
1: are under like 10 percent or something like. so of course we both tried it we're like let's try that and it didn't work for us either so then when it doesn't work, they can either convince you to try again or you're just like, you know, I'm not even going to spend money on this. Let's just Because it's expensive. Like, grow. it's
3: not as expensive as IVF. So, the, obviously, the doctor is like, you know, try this first. You never know. Try it a few times. So,
0: so I, like, IUI is something that even if a, if, if a single woman, for instance, wanted to have a baby and didn't have a partner – that they would do IUI That's artificial They could
3: buy
2: sperm And do IUI
3: They I can think. do that Yeah If they have like If okay. they get tested There's nothing wrong And they could get pregnant easily All okay. of that Yeah And neither one that. of
2: you Tried that We, oh, we did. Did.
3: You did, did Several they times We both tried it yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And it didn't yeah. work yeah, I did. Tried work. it several it, times. Um, yeah. Sometimes, like
1: Nora said, they recommend it because it's um, a less expensive route than doing IVF. I think IUI on it? average it, is about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. Versus twenty
3: five thousand. But, but right. now
2: you're adding that on once you get exactly. that, your yes. overall becomes more expensive. Exactly. exactly. Interesting.
0: But no, that's if I was going through that and they were like, "Well, you can at least try this 1st I'd be like, "For a thousand bucks, okay, yeah. I'll uh, you yeah, know, but I'll why, try on the that." Ten
2: percent statistic. That doesn't seem yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. It's really I, low. Really
0: low. Was there a little? bit i feel like this is i mean this is my own thinking if i was doing that i'd be like well maybe i mean they're telling me nothing's wrong so maybe that will work because i'm kind of in denial that there's oh that yeah I every month thought we were pregnant yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah we both thought iui was gonna work yeah several sure. times yeah
0: what what was happening you know after it didn't work a few times did you guys both do it at the same time by the way
3: uh, we were like around? a few months apart yeah like we're on and off yeah. with the months
2: and when, it's so nice you have each other as support, but what uh, does what does a sexual relationship with your husband look like with this much pressure?
1: Honestly, um, you know, luckily we both have husbands who are very loving and supportive, and they really just try their best to be as loving and supportive throughout the whole process, but sex isn't fun when you're trying and you're trying to you're on the road to IVF it becomes yeah. like well okay I'm ovulating between this day and this day and we have to have sex this day and this day but we have to skip a day be- it becomes like this like calculated science you know and there's no
3: romance yeah. in that and there's a lot of pressure on the guy yeah. you know like it just uh, you're like I know you just came home from work but you got to take off your pants and we have to have sex yeah right? <laughs> there's a lot of pressure it's really it's really' having a supportive partner is so 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 important when you're going through all of this and i think our husbands were lucky in a sense because we had each other as well so having girlfriends is as important as having a good partner right because you get to vent to your girlfriend so the husband is only getting a certain percentage imagine yeah. by the time they came t- home it was only like ten percent of our yeah. well mother
2: motherhood's the same way it's like you need your mom friends so that like you don't take that and put it somewhere else where you don't need it yeah, yeah. And they'll just never relate on certain things. Yeah. Like, you know, women need women.
3: Yeah. Because long- it's our bodies that are being affected at the end of the day. We have the hormones in us, like, through the whole IVF fertility thing. It's like, we get affected oh. by the hormones. Did and- you guys
2: have to do, like, shots? Yes. yes. Oh, see, that terrifies me. Yeah,
3: how many times? Did you times? have to give them to yourself? <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: So we have to. We had to do our own shots. This was um, for IVF, or this is after IUI.
3: So after IUI, IUI they could do several ways. Um, they do it with like a medication um, that you could take, or they could do it with shots as well. Um, and then when that doesn't work, you go into IVF. And so how
0: long after first doctor's appointment in IVF? So
3: you go to the first doctor. Oh,
0: how long did that take for you guys to go? I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna do IVF. Mine
3: was, I think, a year. Okay. I think mine was around like six months. Okay. Yeah, I started earlier. Because uh, you saw mine fail. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm not messing with
0: this IUI thing anymore. <laughs> um, and then how many times um, did each of you do IVF in order to get pregnant?
3: I did, I had to do it. So doing IVF is like, a whole round of IVF is one people could do it only once and they could get eggs. So what they're doing is they're
2: harvesting your eggs. Right? Exactly. They're like taking them out.
3: Exactly. There's people like, I have a friend that got 11 eggs that she has in storage right now. Um, that's, being frozen mm-hmm. i wasn't fortunate enough to get as many every time so i had to do five different rounds so those shots that we're talking about i had to do five different times and a round
2: is like months i'm assuming like how yes. like because you...
3: it's about three months yeah so round. each
2: one like so oh time my.
3: is every month it's just flying time is flying time is flying years are passing and you're like oh my god i'm still in this whole mode um so i had to do that whole thing five times but yeah. i ended up doing like Six transfers, I want to say. Six or seven transfers. And, and do you all- still
2: have eggs from that? Or did you do it five times because so there I, were no eggs?
3: Well, no. I, w- I did one round with my first doctor. And yeah. I got three eggs. And he we put two in. I didn't get pregnant. And then we put another one in. Didn't work. Did another round. And I got no eggs at that one. So then the third time, um, when I switched doctors, I think we got two one egg one egg one egg i got pregnant it ended last year this time it ended in a miscarriage unfortunately um so that's a whole other thing it's yeah. like when you finally get yes. pregnant and yes. then you're like dreams are shattered yeah um and, and then, how
2: many months into your pregnancy were ew. you
3: i was it was the, the i was i started bleeding when i was supposed to hear a heartbeat you oh. six or seven weeks in, right? Yeah. So for when you're doing IVF, usually when you get pregnant naturally, you go to the doctor at like eight weeks, right? They, mm-hmm. they don't even yep. want to see your face before that. They're like,
2: come back at eight weeks. This was my first OB that I that I got rid of. I went to the appointment. I knew I was pregnant. And they were basically like, eh, you're not pregnant enough for me to regard you as a human. Like, come back later. And I was just like, uh, excuse me. And I That's fully was pregnant. But crazy. it was yeah. it was so small. And I knew it. And yeah. it was like... But yeah, it's, that's your with like, IVF,
1: you're like, they, you know, within, they call it the two week wait, you know, within two weeks. And after that, you're just constantly, constantly going in. They are monitoring you. Like there is no tomorrow.
3: Yeah. That's why having a good fertility doctor that you're fe- feeling comfortable with. Cause they're down there way more than your OB. You see your OB every so often. And what, like once a year, that fertility doctor sees more than your husband does yeah. <laughs> during that time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then how long for you did it take? So um, I did one round of IVF and I got three eggs. Uh, First one did not work. The second one fortunately resulted in my son. Um, And then the third one uh, that I did in August, that one resulted in a um, ectopic pregnancy. So I was able to get pregnant and uh, an ectopic means that it basically implanted in my fallopian tube. And the chances of that happening with IVF is 0 point three percent chance
2: my zero point three
1: yeah my doctor was like this is the, i've only ever seen this one other time in 30 years like they had an entire staff meeting about it because it's so rare because ivf they're strategically planting it mm-hmm. and once they planted it my egg decided to move on its own so it went into my fallopian tube and then it ruptured my fallopian tube and i had to get rushed to the emergency room um this was like
3: two months ago yeah like, it was, was late it was
1: labor day yeah. And I had, like, severe internal internal bleeding um, to the point where they were like, thank God that your husband brought you as soon as it happened because it could be deadly. Yeah. Um, and then they had to re- do an emergency um, surgery and they had to remove my fallopian tube. So now I have just one fallopian tube left. Yes. Um, and I have, like, a free-floating ovary that's just kind of, like, <laughs> waiting to see what happens yeah. next. <laughs> um, and that really sucked because... Yeah. Um, you know, they try to... There's an injection that they can give you to help get rid of your the ectopic naturally. And it just did not work for me. And I had to do it once, twice, three times. And I was just in severe, severe pain for, like, two weeks leading up to the rupture to the point where, like, Nora had to help me walk. I could not get out of my car. I couldn't do anything. I was, like, heavily medicated. And it just... It was... So it wasn't even just like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. It was like, okay, you're pregnant, but this is what happened, and now you're going to be in already, a lot of
2: pain. And it was already hard to get pregnant, and now you're working with one less fallopian tube. Yeah, and this I, was, was after your son, right? This was yeah, recent. Yeah, this
1: was, this was just this past Labor Day. It was yeah. My surgery was on September 5. It was, like, very recent. I want to, um, because I don't want to
0: run out of time, I, I just want to say I we love that you guys are here being so honest and open, as we said before. Like, there's a mom listening right now that you guys have helped – in in a way that like can't even be explained. Just to hear that someone else is going through that. To hear that even though sometimes then it does work out successfully, something else may happen afterward. And you, I think for a woman who continually goes through that, you start to really feel broken, and you start to feel like, well, you know, was this not for me? I don't know. Um, but you, uh, you guys had. Experiences with even like people asking you questions about like now that you've had one, when you're gonna have another one? Before we go, I just want is there are there any suggestions that you can give to women to suggestions on what not to say definitely, but even suggestions on what to say to a mom who's having a hard time getting pregnant? Yeah, what was helpful? What was helpful to you? What what had you feel support?
1: What we love to um, kind of like relay is just be kind to one another you know like we're all moms we're all trying our best we're all women and you just never you know a simple question of like so when are you gonna try or like when are you gonna have another baby it seems like such a simple um harmless harmless question but when i got i got asked that while i was in the middle of a miscarriage and i went home and i cried you Mm -hmm. know and it's like you just never know what people are going through it's it's none of our business. Don't ask another woman when they're going to have a baby or when they're going to try again or if they're trying for another one. You just, everyone is struggling. Everyone is going through their own thing. Just be kind to one another. Are there I,
0: any words of support that were really helpful or that would be really helpful to someone who's currently going through it and the, and maybe their friends know and, and you know, their friends want to support them? Is there anything that would have helped or that does even help now?
3: You know, not so much support, but, like, You're your number one support in this kind of situation When you're going through it And I think constantly telling yourself That the end goal is to have a baby And nothing else matters in between Mm, Is so important So like I saw Ani get pregnant Super happy obviously But at the end of the day when you're looking at it You're like Okay, it's not you could get down on yourself when if you're not but at, for me it was like Ani got pregnant, I'm going to get pregnant too. That's going to be the end goal. It yeah. works for her. She she's a success story. Mm-hmm. So you have to always think about it as the success story like, "Oh, it, there's hope for me." And there is no in between like it's not not going to work. Yeah. And constantly whether, whatever you're going through, constantly thinking about the end goal is going to be your savior, I think. Right.
0: Focusing on the end goal as opposed to the struggles that you're going through and even going through in between the exactly. pregnancies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys so much because I think that really does give hope to someone listening um, who can hear your story and stories of success, stories of even struggle, I think help someone else feel normal. And that's what we set out to do here on the Mom Life Yo Show. Yeah. So, thank Thanks you guys. For Thanks us. for having us. And
1: you know, if anyone listening has any questions or wants to reach out for support, you guys can follow us on ModaMobOfficial Official on Instagram, and feel free to reach out to us, and we will happily um, be your support system. Thank Love you, that. thank you, Anya and Nora for being on. For thank us. you, Mom, for listening. It's T
0: Lopez and Breaking Jane. Listen to us next time on Mom Life Yo. <laughs> it's Mom Life Yo.